Do you want to distribute assets to your loved ones in the event of your death or incapacitation? If so, then you might be wondering whether or not it makes sense for you and your family to establish a trust. What's up, guys? Welcome back to Taxes Made Simple. I'm your host, Carlton Dennis. And in today's video, I'm going to be talking all about trust. I'm going to tell you everything that I know about these trusts, including who should have them and where they should be set up. What are the key benefits to having a trust and are they different from having like a will or an estate? I want to make sure that you walk away with this understanding. So let's dive right in. All right, guys. First thing that we need to go over is the basic definition of a trust. A trust is a fiduciary arrangement in which a third party known as a trustee holds assets on behalf of a beneficiary or beneficiaries. So in other words, a trust is a situation in which you give your assets to someone you trust. And they hold on and distribute these assets in according with your wishes and the relevant laws pertaining to your trust. Many people are aware that there are different kinds of trust. There are many different kinds of trust. However, many trusts fall into two main categories, revocable trust and irrevocable trust. A revocable trust, which is also known as a living trust, is a trust that can be altered or dissolved during the lifetime of the grantor. The grantor is the person who sets up the trust and whose assets are placed into the trust, aka you. And if you're planning to create a trust, this is probably the best place to start. But then there's irrevocable trusts. Irrevocable trusts are trusts that cannot be altered or dissolved after they are set up and the assets are placed under the control of the trustee. For all intents and purposes, once you put assets into an irrevocable trust, they're not considered to be a part of your estate anymore and you won't be able to get them back even if you change your mind. Because of this, you should think very carefully about putting assets into an irrevocable trust versus a revocable trust. So, now that we understand the two different types of trusts, what are the benefits? Avoiding the probate process is easily one of the most primary benefits of having a trust. Avoiding the probate process is the formal legal process in which a will is recognized in court and an executor is appointed, and the assets are distributed according to the will. During the probate process, any relevant taxes, including estate taxes, have to be paid. But many people prefer to use trusts instead of wills because the assets can be distributed quicker, because legal fees can be avoided, and because it reduces the possibility of disputes over how or whom the assets will be distributed to. Let's go over whether or not trusts give us any tax benefits. Revocable trusts do not provide many tax advantages. However, irrevocable trusts do. With an irrevocable trust, assets placed into the trust are usually sheltered from the estate tax after your death. If the trust has a significant value, then avoiding the estate tax can provide substantial tax savings when the assets are eventually distributed to your beneficiaries when you pass away. This is especially true considering the fact that appreciation of the assets in the trust is also sheltered from the tax throughout the life of the trust. So, for example, if you put a piece of real estate in the trust, and if the real estate appreciates by 80% during the life of the trust, the appreciation would not be subject to further additional taxes. However, although irrevocable trusts are usually not subject to the estate tax, contributions are usually subject to the gift tax during the life of the owner. So how do we get to a place of having better estate planning? Unlike wills, which usually distribute assets immediately to the beneficiaries following death, trusts allow you to set up many custom rules for the distribution of the assets. For example, with a trust, you can make it so that your grandchildren only receive the money after they turn 18, and the money can only be used to pay for college education, or you could limit the amount of money that your beneficiaries receive each year if you don't want them to get it all in a lump sum. Many people value these benefits because it gives them greater control over how the assets are distributed. But what about when you're sick? What happens during illness? 
wills only go into effect after a person dies. So if there's a situation where a person becomes incapacitated due to experiencing a serious illness or injury, then beneficiaries could have to wait a long time to access the assets. However, revocable trust can be set up to go into effect when a person is incapacitated. So beneficiaries can potentially get access to the assets when the grantor has become incapacitated due to illness or injury. It is not necessarily pleasant to think about becoming incapacitated due to a serious in injury or illness, but God forbid if it did happen to you, you might not want your spouse, children, or grandchildren to have to wait months or even years to get access to the assets that you want to give to them. If this is the case, then a revocable trust might be a smart move for you. So one of the things we have to talk about is which one is better. Neither one of these trusts is considered to be defiantly better than the other one in all circumstances. Instead, each one is better for specific circumstances. For example, if your sole goal is to avoid estate taxes, then the irrevocable trust is better. So if you just want to pass on as many of your assets as possible to beneficiaries while giving a little to the government as possible, then the irrevocable trust might be a better option. However, if you want to be able to change your trust, dissolve it in real time, then the revocable trust is the better option for you. Basically, it's more flexible. And this could be very important to you as you build your wealth. If tax savings is more important to you, then you should go with an irrevocable trust or a combination of both. Okay, so here are the steps to set up a trust. Number one, choose your beneficiaries. Beneficiaries are the people you wanna distribute your assets to in the trust. Number two, choose which assets you would like to place into the trust. This could be cash, real estate, medical savings accounts, retirement accounts, IRAs, etc. Number three, choose a trustee. A trustee can be a family member, a friend, a lawyer, an accountant, or a trust company, or a corporate trustee. Number four, complete all the necessary paperwork. You will have to complete a trust document and a certificate of trust in order to verify the legitimacy of your trust. These documents will include the details of the trust, including the names of the grantor. It will include the trustee, the beneficiaries, as well as the assets in the trust. You will have to sign and notarize these documents as well. Now, Transferring the assets into the trust is the last step. Once everything else is taken care of, the last step is to transfer the assets into the trust. Then the assets will be under the care of the trustee. Are trusts only for wealthy people? I get asked this question all the time. It is very common for extremely wealthy people to use irrevocable trusts to transfer assets to beneficiaries because people with high net worth can be hit especially hard by the estate tax. But on the other hand, people with low to mid-level net worth often are exempt from the estate tax due to not having enough assets to reach the minimum threshold for the estate tax, which are different in every single state. However, this doesn't mean that only wealthy people can benefit from trusts. In fact, even without the tax advantages, trusts can provide a wide array of benefits for people with varying levels of wealth. So even if you're not extremely wealthy, you can still use a revocable trust to optimize your estate planning and make sure that your assets can be distributed before you die to your beneficiaries. You can also use trust to allow your beneficiaries to skip the probate process, which is a great benefit in and of itself. Essentially, trusts are a great alternative to wills. So if you want to make things as easy for your beneficiaries as possible while saving court fees in the stressful probate process, you might want to consider setting up a trust, whether it is a revocable or irrevocable trust. If you have any questions about trusts or how to set them up, feel free to get in touch with my company. You can find the link in the description below to get in touch with us. As always, thank you guys so much for watching this video. Don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, and I'll see you guys over in the next video. Thank you so much.